What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number, I have no idea, of The Rock Zone. Go again, go again. It's 19. 19. Nice. I was looking at you like, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode number 19 of The Rock Zone. Uh, I'm back, baby. Uh, I'm joined by Max and Tom this week. We get into what's going on in, well, our training in terms of what we recommend. There's a lot of people out there that are gearing up for the season. Uh, ahead of the season, there's a few things going on. So for the UK, at least, uh, we've got a lot of PFTs. The PFT calendar's heating up. So we've got Birmingham. We've got one in Vauxhall in London and a lot of things in Hampshire as well. But it's worth noting, we've actually put together a calendar for this. So there's something that we're releasing on socials is a, a calendar that you can tap on and it will add all the events for the PFTs in the UK, at least for the time being, to uh, your calendar. And you can switch that on and off so you can you can toggle and see what you'd like to go and visit. Um, the calendar you didn't think you needed, but then realised you did. <laughs> Because Ben was bored and he made it for us. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> That's Thank all right, you, guys. <laughs> it's come in handy so far. Um, obviously, there's also something that uh, dropped the other day as well about the sad news of Ben Greggs. Um, there's actually a charity workout uh, in collaboration with WIT uh, coming up on the 10th of September. So if anyone is around in London uh, and would fancy doing that, it's £20 and all the money goes towards his recovery fund. So, um, yeah, check it out. Um, besides that, you can hit us up on socials on Rock Zone Pod, on TikTok and Instagram, and uh, I hope you enjoy the episode. Wait, and our emails, which I changed to Gmail especially for you, Ben. Woo! Mm, what is it? So uh, hello at therockzone.com. Nice. Nice. Rock Zone in. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Ben's back. Hello, Ben. Hello, everyone. How are you guys? Do you like Roxonin? I I'm just going to come out there and say that no, I don't. Um, nice. I think uh, Roxonin has potential, but we should stick to one one thing. Is Roxonin out at the end every Do week? Anything else to come out about? Uh, what, uh, off air maybe. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I, I'm good. I'm I'm good. I, I didn't. I don't think I asked how you were doing. But yes, how are you doing? How was Croatia? <laughs> I was about to say you guys did a great job without me, and now I'm just gonna <laughs> open a can of whoop ass. Oh, <laughs> um, no, I think you guys did an awesome episode without me. It sounded like some some cool topics and some cool engagement out the back of it. So well done. And sitting by the pool in Croatia, listening to that, I I was laughing a lot. So yeah, you smashed nice. it, boys. One of our creators likes our content we produce. That's good. That's good news. Well, you know what it's like when you you sort of you're with it for a while and you step away and you go. I know these guys have, have got something going on. <laughs> well, what we need is for you to leave next, Max, and then Ben and I do an episode. Yes, that's when not. You gonna leave? We've not had that combination. Yeah, you've got yet. to fuck off for a bit. I need to fuck off for a bit. Well, um, you might have seen this, Ben, but uh, in your absence, we've started a feud with literally everyone else UK based <laughs> who talks about high rocks. Um, started from. From Tom's weird impromptu catchphrase, which is <laughs> putting Manny on the map. Yeah, baby, uh, that didn't go do, down too well. I, I, honestly, I was by the pool and my phone was pinging off. It was like ding, 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 and I was like, "What the <laughs> hell have these guys done?" It was literally, "I leave you guys alone for one week," and suddenly you're like beefing with other people in this space. Mm, it was, it was good. I think, uh, I think it's engagement. Exactly. It is. It is, it is. It is at this point in time, it's just any any engagement is great engagement. <laughs> also, I think. if everyone could please hold March the 10th of next year free, there's going to be a Royal Rumble between the Rock Zone 
Rock's Life and UKHXR. This is news to me. Okay, what, what is it? Unpack- so like every other, I hate using the word content creator, but everyone else in this space, the default thing now is to box one another, no? <laughs> okay, we're, so, doing, we're going full KSI. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, fair. A three-way so, boxing match, that'd be fun. Well, I think, yeah, well, UKHXR has a few people on their team. I think Greg's flying solo, so... That might be a bit problematic. He's be battered by the end. Yeah, of he it. needs to go take on all three. <laughs> <laughs> all three of us at the same yeah. time. Would you rather fight? Um, yeah. So that's been. That's good. I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. I think though, realistically, we should get some sort of meet up. Probably not box each other, but just like just socialize. But mm. anyway, we'll mm. talk about that. Um, but to wind back to Manny on the map. Okay, you guys have said it. The people are loving it. I'm on board with it. Um, unpack it for me. What is it? How do you say it? How do you use it in a sentence? How would it be in an email? Uh, to whom it may concern, <laughs> Manny on the map. Sincerely, the rock zone. So you just you just qualified. You've got like the high rocks are sending you an email being like you're going to Vegas, baby, and then it's like congratulations, you're putting Manny on the map. You are putting. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, I like that. You're putting Manny on the map. Hmm. Are like you putting Manny well. on the map? Well, maybe you should, maybe it should be a question mark. <laughs> Is Manny on the map? <laughs> Are you putting Manny on the map? Not that question mark. Is yeah. Manny is Manny on the map? No, because of course it's on the fucking map. <laughs> well, it's now, it is. Oh, <laughs> now it is. Oh, I was going to oh, say, put a question mark behind it as like a call to call to action of, are you going to be there? Are you mm. going to do that? Are you putting Manny on the map? Mm. Or is Manny putting you on the map? Right. Enough. I want to I want to start this episode properly. So, we've had over the course of since our inception, I'd say, people reach out to us and say I've booked my first High Rocks. Um some people have found High Rocks through the podcast, which is awesome, and um reached out to us and asked for a bit of advice, perhaps tips, tricks. Um I mean, between the Three of us, we've we've got close to double digits of the Hyroxes now, I think. Um, so we have a fair bit of experience. Mm. And, um, well, there's one person in particular who I'd like to, to shout out, actually, who is called Laura Martin, I believe mm. from the United States. As she has said, she's booked her first ever Hyrox race in New York. Woo! Woo woo! That does get a woo. Did she um did she use the high, the Roxane discount case? <laughs> Laura did you? In which case we retract it if you don't. Do we know what the discount code uh, is? Actually, um, it Roxane does, 10. It doesn't matter because our discount code only applies for oh, UK. Only UK. Oh, <laughs> you can't, of course. Laura, you're off the hook. Congratulations. Um back to the actual uh what? Reach out if you want to call it that. She has raised a really interesting point about the fact that the New York race supposedly is going to break the mould. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, it's really interesting, actually. I didn't know that this was a thing until she brought it up. And going on to the High Rocks America page, the, the news as such is that the New York City race um, that's coming... Is it January? January? No, I, I just said it was October. Oh, it was October. Sorry, I'm half deaf slash still getting back from my flight. Um, the, can, you, can you explain to me? Because I don't know anything so, about this. So in October, the race itself, the runs in the race, will 
be a combination of both indoor running and outside running at the event. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay. and there's, it poses a lot of questions. Like, why is this interesting? It's actually interesting because if you imagine actually qualifying for the for the world championships, mm-hmm. and if you were to actually have run the race, High Rocks pride themselves on being a repeatable format, a repeatable mm. thing like set environmental conditions. Be it like you may have temperature differences on the on the day, but imagine you're you're running outside and it's wet. Okay, what, what's your run in the wet time that's that's the main consideration right what if there's a shit ton of downpour and the athletes are entering the hall drenched and slipping and sliding all over the place yeah um i like the idea that there's a bit of variance perhaps maybe changing the routine a little bit but it is it is interesting as of yet we've we've tried to get a few feelers out and ask high rocks what is going on with uh, New York in particular? They've they've been quite hush hush about why and what and where and how um, this is going to going to be. Mm. But um, Ben raised an interesting point. How is this going to work in terms of time qualifying? Yeah, I think it, it's that thing. It's the it's the consistency angle. And the interesting thing for me is that obviously Hyrux America have come out and said that this is something, but they dropped that news a month before the event. So everyone that's already booked mm. tickets, looking forward to it, training for it, now has that extra variable to consider into their training plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look at October um, in New York, it ranges from like 10 degrees Celsius to 18 degrees Celsius. But it is one of the most busy times to travel to New York if you're a tourist as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so... Is it a case that they want more sort of... I'm not sure specifically where the location is. Like, if there are things nearby that running to would be good. Would it be a good journey? Is it something they're trying to make more of a spectacle out of? No better way to advertise a fitness race than having Mm. loads of sexy boys and girls run round the ring Mm. in the outside. Yeah, literally. Like, you've basically got mascots parading around Mm. the city, if that's Mm. the case. I mean, we did reach out to... Hyrox America and ask do they have a press release or anything or more information and they said hold tight they said it's coming so okay. it's okay. it's on the way it's it we wouldn't be doing our doing our correct thing if we didn't yeah. say that like they are on top of it and it is coming out and there will be some literature around that uh, but just wanted to make well, sure that we, we exactly that. the the way we responded um, to Laura was actually saying in our experience Hyrox is an incredibly well run event company in general so they will have considered something my personal guess would be they're not going to have no contingency plans if it it starts pouring it down but one thing i will comment on ben just said the average temperature was what 10 to 18 degrees celsius right on the page and i've got it up here the where they advertised it just low-key on instagram so Mm. far apparently no emails to the athletes yet but they've got a man and a woman very skimply dressed running in the sunshine with those little cartoon um sunglasses the, mm. the meme sunglasses i doubt that's mm. reflective of how it's going to be yeah i mean mid-october you'd love you'd love it to be i mean if, mm. if instagram really is reality then that would be the case but um i i i'm on i'm with you on that one i'm not too sure uk october what is the race that we have again? Is it Birmingham? Birmingham on yeah. the fifteenth. Would you like to be running outdoors in Birmingham in October? Ooh. If you had the choice, 
Okay, would so... You like to do, would you like to do your runs outside? Good question. For me personally, I'm not looking to compete to the highest nth degree. I'm really not. I'm, I'm there to better myself. I'm trying to put in a better time. I'm gradually getting better in my fitness. So I personally don't have an extreme need, almost, I want to say, mm-hmm. to have to qualify for another event and use this as a platform so i personally wouldn't mind i thought it'd be quite cool to maybe mix things up Mm. get a breath of fresh air outside um and another thing interestingly to consider is how the layout's going to be so because it's an outside space is it going to mean that you need to run less laps is it going Mm. to be more up and down um like they're out, out and back type of stretch of course how is that going to be? Because that would then be more beneficial. Mm. Then you have things like, yes, precipitation, wind, so on, that might slow you down. But if you need to do less turns, mm. that that might be better. And another thing on top of that, oh my God, I've got, I've got so much to talk about this. But um, one of the main like enemies of first timers and just general high rockers mm. is bloody lap counting. Mm. So if the outside were only to be one simple big loop or an out and back, as I just said, it might cause a lot less hardship for a lot of people. I think that's a really good point, actually, because the the confusion you get during a race is something that, oh, you think, oh, I'm going to be fine. It's going to be okay. But I I honestly wouldn't have been able to do it without you on the Mm. sidelines being like, come in, come out. Two laps left. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I think one of the interesting things when you think of the run in particular and the consistency element is the amount of corners that you need to turn. Like, if you think about a run in a typical high rock setup at the moment, you're always having to make a bend or a corner. Yes. And that does impact your time versus a straight line speed. Over that's, that's what I meant with yeah. corners. Yeah. 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 So, like, coming into, coming into, like, translating that again, I think you've hit, hit the nail on the head. Like, is there something that you could have a more simplistic route and not have to have as many corners? Like, if you were just doing a, a line there and back, yeah. are you going to get a faster time than if you're doing having to turn those corners all the time? Interestingly, what is near the uh, the Med- Meadowlands Exhibition Center uh, in New Jersey, I've just been looking at sort of, okay, what's in the local area or what could the outside track look like? And it looks pretty sort of businessy, parky, roady, but there are a few cool things. There's the Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> and the, uh, where is it? The, the Come In and Eat. So C-U-M-I-N and Eat. Are we sure that's not cumin? Uh, it could be cumin. I mean, if it was spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's cumin and eat. <laughs> like, you pick up some chicken wings on lap four. That would be doing? great. I don't know what you've been thinking about in Croatia, Ben. Oh, God. Oh, it's it's Ben's a, back, baby. There's a, <laughs> a frustrated mind in the corner. Mm. Um, mm. On my, my reflection on this. Sorry, um, before you reflect. Okay. Thank you very much, Laura, for that yes. incredibly interesting conversation. Really really good points there irrespective of what happens we know that you're going to have a great race you're a phenomenal athlete um for anyone who doesn't follow her i think she deserves a shout out yeah get, yeah big time so her handle is laura elizabeth martin wv it's nice unfortunately she is a private account so. okay so laura we apologize in advance for 
an influx of follow requests. Um, but worth noting that like recently we've had like a lot of traction in America with the podcast. So to all the mm. American listeners, thank you so much for especially all the voice notes we've been re- uh, receiving saying mm. like how much we they've been enjoying the podcast, the fact that it's being passed around gyms and saying, "Oh, these guys are actually sort of having some commentary on these three British dudes." Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it, honestly, it made my day. Shit. It, it certainly did. Like, it when certainly I listened did. to those, I was like, "I am jazzed. I am mm. really jazzed to like keep oh, doing jazz. this." So like, yeah, the the more love you guys show us, it really does go a long way. We've made it, boys. Yeah, more, we've made it. More, we've made it across the pond. Yeah. The it's more lo- the more love you show, the more British words Ben will say. Like, <laughs> jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> so keep it coming. Keep it coming. Oh, um, I had a thought because I do feel like everything is done like there is there's purpose behind the decisions that they make on, on at High Rocks mm. and I feel like well m- my first instance was oh well they've obviously just you know they've booked a venue and they've actually they're just like in a bit of a pickle so they kind of just have to figure out something else the plan B is run outside but I'm, the more you talk about it, the more I'm thinking perhaps it is really a marketing exercise, a really good branding mm. and marketing exercise. Because if you're able to get big banners up and like a running track almost through a whole part of a city, I think, that, I think that's fantastic advertisement. It's near an NBA stadium as well, which is quite interesting. So are putting on, is there an NBA game at the same time? I mean, imagine that. That'd be carnage. That can't be. Yeah. That can't happen. That can't yeah. happen. It's impossible. It's impossible. No, it can't happen. It can't happen. Get too jealous. We've Googled it on Google Maps. It can't happen. <laughs> the, the cumin eats place would be overwhelmed. It's coming and eat. No, it's not, you. Ben. It's definitely not. You're going to find me on lap five and be like, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> right. I wanted to mention something else. Um, if we're speaking about first timers, We've had a fair amount of comments asking about how one would best prepare. And I think I was touching on this before we then went on a beautiful segue of the Rock Zone style chit chat, um, shall we say. And um, what I was going to suggest perhaps is run through some of the workouts Mm -hmm. that all of us have done Mm. to prepare ourselves for an upcoming race. this is by no means like the be or and end or. Take from this whatever you want, what mm. sounds good. Like take on board what doesn't disregard. This is just something that's that's worked for us personally. But um, first on the list is the PFT. Mm-hmm. Ben's mentioned mm-hmm. it many, many times. But uh, for all of you that don't know, Ben is going to recite it off by heart right now. So a PFT is a physical fitness test, also known as something that is pretty fucking tough. Um, it starts off with a one kilometer run into 50 burpee broad jumps. That's where you do a burpee and jump over a meter uh, gap in between. 90 centimeters, actually. Is it? It's qualified by Eddie. Yes, he, oh, said, nice. he said 90 centimeters, yeah. <laughs> we then go into 100 lunges, and they have to be forward lunges, as qualified by Eddie, because yes. your PFTs didn't count. Correct. I also used my hands. You're not allowed to use that. So just lunge normally. You then go into a kilometer row. Off the back of that, you go into 30 hand-release push-ups. So chest hits the ground, hands come off. You then finish it off with a delicious 100 warbles. Mm. And all in all, it takes you around 25 minutes on average. And mm. it's a lovely little workout. One, to gauge your fitness level. And if you do it under regulated conditions, you can say, okay, that is something that can help me predict my time in a high rocks. But for me, at least, it's something that I rely on when I want to train. I want to get that same burn, that same euphoric feeling, mm. but I haven't got the time. 
Mm. So I'll come in, do a little warm-up jog, hit it with that, and then off we go. I'm back out into the everyday life that I'm living. Correct. So I would also say it's great for a quick workout, mm-hmm. 25 minutes, bit of a warm-up if you so choose. You're done and dusted half an hour. Yeah. Into the showers, off you go, into- on with your working day, or call it a night, whatever and whenever you do it. The other thing are so-called simulations. I think um, Mm -hmm. most of our listeners would have heard of that or at least flirted with the idea of doing one. Something that we've done a lot, or I have certainly, and can highly recommend. So there's three different types, I would say. There's one where you do the full high rocks, but you just scale it down. So if we use 50% as an example, I always think 50% is quite a good gauge Mm. because that in itself is a really tough workout. If you do a 500 meter run, a 500 meter ski erg, so on and so forth, still doing the same weights on the sleds, but just half the distance, um, 50 warbles mm. as opposed to 100. So literally just halving everything. Um, on the weighted things, just halving the distance as opposed to the weights. Yeah, yeah. You, you should still do the, the full weights. That's certainly one way of going about this. But what I prefer personally is actually doing a front end and a back end Mm. high rocks. So you have the front four exercises and the back four exercises, and you're doing that in full, in its Mm. entirety. So you're doing 4K of running in total, and then the four front exercises, which would be ski erg, sled push, sled pull, burpees, I believe. Or you're doing the back ones, which are row, farmer's carry, sandbag lunges, warbles. Mm The reason I say that is because you're actually doing the full intensity of what you're going to be expected to do. And are you mix- you're still mixing the running in between each one Correct. of those? Correct, yes, yeah. yeah. So you're either doing the high rocks only up until the halfway point, or you're starting at the halfway point and then mm. finishing it through. Um, so the first reason, like I said, is because you're doing the whole thing. You're putting your body on the same mm. amount of strain that you would be expected mm. to feel in the high rocks. And I guess you're you're right. It's the it's the the strain element where you've got that flick flack between functional exercise and cardio. Yes, it's yeah. that transition is something that a lot of the the um, master trainers talk about mm-hmm. is being able to one use the run as a recovery, but also be able to be comfortable going into both yes. of those things. Yes. That's the critical element, using your run as a recovery. Just keep moving forward, even if you mm. feel like your legs have just been dragged through treacle and you can't move, you still find a way to get up and move. So that would be my recommendation. It also mm. gives you a much better appreciation of the two halves. So I think High Rocks is a race of two halves. Mm. You have the front end and the back end. The front end is much heavier and intense in terms of weight not so cardio intense but it drains you so much because you're mainly doing that sled push Mm. and that sled pull and then off the back of that raising the cardio level up so much through the burpee broad jumps right i think personally that front end is possibly tougher because the exercises Mm -hmm. are just tougher i'd say ski erg definitely is not as tough as the other three Whereas on the back end, you have two, I like put air quotes up at the moment, easier exercises, Mm. which are the row and the farmer's carry. Mm, And then in terms of difficult exercises, you have the lunges and the warbles. So I think that's really important if you're 
breaking it up and you get a much better appreciation mm. for how the race is constructed. Yeah, I think it's interesting you mentioned like the exercises that you consider like the easy easier ones being the the row and the farmer's carry because if you think about that those are things that you don't really tend to stop on or take breaks like you mm. you just you blast through a row you might be going at a slower place but you push through it yes with a farmer's carry it's actually almost to your detriment to put things down and, and rest like mm. you can actually sort of fail for or fall forward through the pain on mm -hmm. that one but the other ones are rep based yes and that's where the mental game comes into it so you've got that sort of one's almost like okay i can just that's an exercise, I can tick that off. And the other one's like, here are loads of little bite-sized things yeah. I need to do. Yeah. And it's interesting to frame that, like the mental battle between like consecutive repetitions and something that you just want to be like, okay, this is what I'm doing for the next four minutes. Yes. Um, so I, I personally, I'd never thought about it like that. That's quite cool. Well, that's why I'm here. I know, you're the that's big guns. That's why I'm here, yeah. yeah. So the last exercise, or lo actually, no, there's two more things I'd like to bring up. The first one being a so-called no rocks. That's no R-O-X, so no rocks. Um, it's a term that I've come up with. Mm. Uh, high rocks, you'll feel free to use it at, <laughs> as, as you mm. like. Um, if they buy you a pint. Yes, correct. I'll sell it for a pint. I'll sell you your own concept back for a pint. <laughs> so a lot of the time um, you may not have the time or energy or even just motivation to do the running element mm. of it because let's be honest that is a lot of running so what i've and i've literally just come back from the gym having done this is you do a 1k run and then you're done with running and you do all eight exercises without any runs in between mm. so a no rocks as in a no running rocks mm. You clever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you do so, so yourself. <laughs> yeah. So the thing I like about that is you're practicing all of the exercises mm. and you're still going through the strain of having to do all of those things. Mm. You feel the toll that has on your body, but it's more accessible. It seems more easily do. You know, mm. I'm sitting here doing a podcast mm. with you and I'm not on the floor dead afterwards. Mm. I think the interesting thing is also trying to do that, training for that, the setup that you need. Like if you're actually having to either jump out of the gymnasium and actually go on a run. or if The gymnasium? Having, yeah, I didn't want to say jump out of the gym. I wanted to be very specific that it was a building. Um, to go to your Cuminanese. Yeah. <laughs> BRB, just grabbing some chicken wings. Um, um, Come in. So yeah, working up another sweat. Um, the... So my, my point being that to actually break up, like when training for Hyrux, one of the things that I find, specifically, specifically if I do even a PFT in a, like a private gym, not private, like a public gym, mm -hmm. um, you, you have to like jockey between different yes. machines and exercises. Yeah. And something that's a little bit slower paced is probably a little bit easier to do if you don't have that setup where you can be like, oh yeah, that's my treadmill, don't go near that mm -hmm. treadmill. Oh, by the way, you can't use that thing no. over there because yeah. I'm about to use that. And that's one of the big things that, for me, training for High Rocks is like, a lot of people ask like, oh, what, what gyms should I be looking at or going to in order to sort of be able to do these exercises? So it's, it's really good you bring that up. Um, the f simulations I mentioned, try and do that at like full, full whack intensity as quick as you can. Ideally, the stations you want to use are free and you don't need to fucking mm. grapple Margaret off her rowing <laughs> machine. Um, so 
that's that's one thing but for the no rocks mm. i just want to get it done mm. i'm today i didn't put a timer on i mm. frankly don't give a shit how fast or how slow i'm doing mm. it all i want to do is get through it mm. and as opposed to not doing anything i am doing something and i really like this style of training mm. basically do you, do you have any tips or recommendation like in how you do structure workouts in the gym in terms of equipment? Like, is there, do you start laying stuff out ahead of time? Or so I have a I have a quick scout around of what I want and what I need. I think thankfully most gyms have several rowing machines, so that's not something I'm too worried about necessarily. If there is like a wall ball that you specifically want, maybe just put that next to. A mat that you're going to be using for mm. your burpees maybe to jump over so yeah assembling your kit a little bit um i think the the main mm. thing is checking if the sled is free that's always mm. a big one and getting your ropes ready to, mm. to trans transform it into a from a push to a pull um you're right mm. and that brings me nicely onto my last form of exercise that you can do um we spoke about this before the podcast actually of what your able to do without equipment because everything i just mentioned is without an equipment and something that with I'm, with equipment sorry with equipment. yes thank you for calling me out on that it's all right. brain fart um and i'm keen to hear what tom has to think about this because i've put him through this i've not put you through this ben but my go-to fitness workout which isn't too dissimilar to what you're going to be experiencing in high rocks is the burpee workout I haven't done the burpee workout. Yes, you have. Have I? I'm looking at you with a full hope that you know what the burpee workout is. I think is. I know what the burpee workout is, but I don't know if I've... It's where you do a pyramid yes. of burpees. Yes. So, to Those explain... Are, uh, Egyptian but... pyramids. Egyptian pyramids? Right, I'm... Ignore <laughs> that. Right, so... Over tweeting carnage. You do four time, <laughs> and it's, it's dead simple to explain, which is why I like this. It's 50 burpees... 50 squats, 50 sit-ups. Then 40 burpees, 40 squats, 40 sit-ups, 30, 30, 30, 20, 20, 20, 10, 10, 10. Mm. Done. So a descending pyramid. Wicked. Egyptian pyramid. Is that the what Egyptian, it's called? The no. Tutankhamun. He's <laughs> going under. It's, tu- it's Tutan's... Uh, he goes down a lot. What's this, what do they call it? Tutan's burpees. Tutan's come in moon. <laughs> 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 and eat. Um, oh, so, God. do you remember doing that? I've done a very we we have done variations of. I've, that. I, I haven't done know that specific, for a fact we've done that. One. I haven't done that specific one, but right. I can vouch that we have done descending pyramid <laughs> workouts before, um, and I do think they're very good because you again end up spending a long a extended period of time doing a, a, a particular movement, which is mm. what you need to get comfortable with mm-hmm. for hierox as well. Mm-hmm. What is it you like about them in terms of like, compared to other workouts? Um, they get your heart rate up pretty quick, mm-hmm. um, which I think is also useful for a high rocks because you kind of end up, you kind of in a high rocks get your heart rate up quite quickly and then you end up keeping it at a certain level, mm. um, not going too high, but not going too low because you don't want to mm. like, you really don't want to bring it down too much. So I enjoy, I've enjoyed them for that. Um, and they're just novel. It's just a different mm. way of working out. I'll try and wrap this up for us, boys. So the idea of everything we've talked about has literally just been to showcase that there's so much that you can do to get creative with preparing for a high rocks. There's no default, this is what you need to do, this is what you shouldn't do. I'm also just realizing we never even mentioned 
the Fit app, which is literally designed to train you for high rocks. And oh my God. Um, yes, there is also that app, which we can honestly, from the like, bottom of our heart, endorse is a great way mm. to... First hand, like, that's what I'm training with at the moment. That's what I've been loving. I've got, I had, uh, I hosted a workout uh, with Hyrox coming into our office a couple of weeks ago. A load of people have now signed up to an actual Hyrox and are using the Fit app nice. to train for that. Nice. So nice. it's like, it's it's doing its job. And the thing is, like, they've got full simulate, but well, partial simulations in there as well. Mm. Like, we'll talk about this more in another episode, but we went down. Keep teasing it, but yeah. we, we do have, we're going to tease it and leave it a, a teaser. Okay. Um, so the idea is you can do whatever you want, however you want it. Just like be honest with yourself. If you feel like you're working out hard, mm. you probably are. Like working out, thankfully, is not that complicated. If you're on the floor, exhausted, in a puddle of sweat, well, then you've probably done it right. Congratulations, well done. Yes. Congratulations. Come on in. <laughs> Come in and Come in and Is there anything else, chaps? Um... I don't think there's anything else to say apart from don't do it (laughs) (laughs) apart from Rats on out Rats on out Rats on out I'm just going to add what I was going to say in front of that oh you were you were yeah I was just there like then you were like I was like fuck this (laughs) Um, I was going to just do the calendar. I was going to plug the calendar. Yes. I plug the cow. Yeah. Or should we plug the cow in the intro? Intro. intro. I was going to say what's coming up. This... Okay, fine. Yeah. Intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah intro. intro.